Hey, this is Michael Emery. Thanks for tuning into the Slow Baja. This podcast is powered by Tequila Fortaleza. Handmade in small batches and hands down, my favorite tequila. Hey, this week's show is with Ruben Hernandez, the BCB Tasting Room in, down in Tijuana. We just had a great time talking about food and beer and the craft beer scene, so I hope you enjoy the show. I started in uh, opening a bar and in beer, and, and it was your family into uh, distributing beer? or No, just like a... You know, the beer passion we have, we started like a home brewing, and uh, as a home brewer, we always love to, to do new things. I'm an engineer, electronic engineer, and I, I used to work in a broadcasting station, the TV station, and uh, from Televisa, maybe you hear about it. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And during um, 50 years, I do the both the beer and also the engineering. Homebrew. Yeah, homebrew. Just for fun. Just for fun. For your friends. Uh-huh. For uh, for our okay. friends and for because we love the beer. Okay. And uh, later we start with a distribution company, and uh, we also have a permit, a license in, in in San Diego. That's why we have a lot of uh, beers from San Diego also, or from okay. the United States. Later, we, the people don't know about craft beer. There there are few places before us who start selling craft beer but uh, not like like we do not like we do and uh and uh, we 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 want the people learn about the you know the keg the, the beer on top usually they have cans and bottles but they don't have a lot of uh, a lot of kegs or beer on top and uh, we start with that culture here in Tijuana hearing things about Tijuana the beer culture is vibrant here it's really happening mm-hmm yeah, Tijuana is, is like I told you, it's is have a lot of San Diego influence. In San Diego is one of the craft beer capitals in the United States. This also happens here in Tijuana, it's the capital of, of beer in, in whole Mexico. Let me ask you something about local sports. So I just saw that uh the Toros, Tijuana Toros baseball team signed Omar Vizquel. Yeah, the the guy who plays a lot of seasons in Cleveland, huh? Yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, his last season's in San Francisco, and I used to see him driving around my neighborhood at night uh, after a baseball game to go to a restaurant because he lived very near to me. So uh, what is your sport? Are you a football fan? Are you a baseball fan? Uh, soccer? What What's your sport? I like all sports, but uh, I prefer baseball. Baseball? For, yeah, for oh, me, right. baseball is the best. <laughs> and did you have a favorite player growing up? Oh, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. All right. So you're a local boy. <laughs> yeah. local, there's nothing wrong with Tony Gwynn. Yeah. I, 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 when, I, when I work in a, in a TV station, we're going to make the, the Spanish language baseball in San Diego. And I remember pretty well in 2001 when Tony Gwynn retired. So, ooh, was a, was amazing the spectacle there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, again, Ruben, I really appreciate you taking some time talking to me about beer, talking to me about uh, BCB, Tijuana, and your favorite taco shop. And uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to coming back here and seeing you again. Anytime you want. Okay, amigo. Thanks. Thank you. We're, talk- we're talking wine now with Ruben, so uh, we're going to keep on talking. Okay. So I just asked you about the beachy and the, the natural wines, and you, it's so interesting that I thought we'd plug back in and keep on talking. Yeah, the, the, you know, the beachy is uh, one of the first natural wine in Mexico and uh, you know uh, in the in the when they start with the natural wines they don't know how to how make the treatment from the wine and later we understand 
they understand how to do it in a cold storage and everything. And right now, the wine is really, really good. Yeah, and you were talking about the they have a restaurant here on uh, Revolucion, but don't don't the, doesn't one of the brothers have a restaurant in uh, Mexico City? I think. Yeah, the the you know the the guy who who is the the high end chef Jair Tellez, They have a couple of restaurants in Mexico City. Yeah, but uh, he's from Tijuana. Yeah, right, and but, the, uh, and he, the rest they, they have the winery in Tecate. Right, and it's, I, as I understand, hard to visit. But uh, and the restaurant here, what's the name? Do you know? Verde y Crema. One more time. Verde y Crema. Uh, Verde y Crema. Gotcha. Okay. The, they used to have the the bus line here in the city. Yeah. Like MTS. Right. <laughs> and um, they opened here in front of us the the restaurant, but uh, the owner of the land, uh, you know, the the contract, the the rental contract expires, and they changed the. The location to the Revolution Street in the Fourth Street and Revolution. So, what I'm understanding in our, the amount of time we've been talking to you, it's a small it's a small town here in Tijuana. If you're making beer or you're making wine or you're a chef or you own a restaurant, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. <laughs> I wish you were, I wish the people who are listening could see uh, Ruben's smile here. He's just got a <laughs> he's just got a great genuine smile. He obviously loves what he's doing. Loves what he's talking about. Uh, so, uh, if you're out with your girlfriend, where are you going? We talked about tacos earlier, but what spots in Tijuana, or where would you say that uh, uh, somebody who's coming to Tijuana, where should they go? Okay, if we started early in the morning, we go to, you know, for tacos also, from Birria Tacos. Birria. Birria. Birria, yeah. Birria, you know, it's a, it's a classical tacos in Tijuana. Also, if you want something more organic... We're going to uh, Alma Verde, is the other restaurant, good restaurant for take a breakfast. And uh, later, if you want a, a, good, a good meal, a, a good dinner, uh, you can go to uh, Verde Crema also. This is one of my favorite restaurants and also my friends. Or you can go to a Col, Col it's K-O-O-L. It's, it's a, a new restaurant in Tijuana who have a, like a fusion of Mexican food, uh, a new, new like a new Mexican food, it's really really good. The chef Osvaldo Flores is very very nice guy. So what I think is that Ted and I have to come back here, mm-hmm. Baja visitor and slow Baja have to come back here and spend a day eating, yeah. drinking. It is a drinking all and, day long, and we need a hotel so we can sleep and uh, then get up and do it again the next day. Yeah. Yeah, you, you need like a, at least three days to to mostly understand. You know, you, you can visit a three day visit in a city is not enough for any any city in the world. But uh, in Tijuana, with three days, you understand how how we eat all days in thirty six hours in Tijuana. So yeah. we're talking. We're starting with tacos, and then we're moving on to where are we going for lunch? For lunch, we can go. You know, more tacos. No, no, in the night, tacos. Tacos, okay. But uh, very, very late night. But uh, in the lunch and in dinner, we can go and visit a lot of places. There is a, another high-end restaurant, Mission 19. It's really, really good. We can go with Casa Placencia with a lot of uh, Mexican classics. Uh, we can go to Saverio's. We can go to, uh, 
you know, to Telefonica Gastro Park is 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 a we drove by. Yeah, we drove by today. Of course, we didn't stop unfortunately because it was uh, ten o'clock in the morning. But uh, mm -hmm. I'd like to go. Yeah, it's it's really other place. You have a lot of options. Yeah, I need a guide like you. Somebody yeah. somebody who enjoys life, <laughs> likes to eat and drink, and smiles a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I can be your guy here. Any friend of Tony uh, Gwynn is a friend of mine. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so we will make a plan, and we'll come back, and we'll eat and drink with you for a couple of days. Okay. And I'll write about your city and yeah. tell everybody where they where we should uh, where we should go. We could we could go together and spend the three days drinking and eating. I want to know when you're coming to San Francisco. I I go usually to San Francisco during the summer, and uh, when it's cold there. It's, it's yeah, it's it's hotter, warmer, but uh, sometimes you have a lot of, of fog there. Yes, we have <laughs> we have some fog. Yeah, that uh, usually there is the new releases in, in in many breweries during during the the road. Usually we drive because we go to Paso Robles, to Firestone, to visit you know Chuck Silva, and also we visit the 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 breweries around like Albanac. You know, red barrels. So it's a good road trip. You're going from here. You're driving up the coast. You're yeah. you're hot, hitting all the hot spots, and then coming to San Francisco. And do you keep on going to Russian River and yeah. up up all the way up the coast, Mendocino? Mendocino also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. Sometimes we go. Visit sounds like a TV show to me. <laughs> sometimes we go to wait. Visit you were the in wineries. TV. You told me. Yeah, I work. In, I'm not in 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 in, in, the, in the you know the screen, but. Uh, we need a Volkswagen bus and a film crew. Yeah, maybe a suburban is more comfortable, but okay, a suburban. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I like the winery is also there in El Dorado. We have a good friend, a Mexican guy who owns a uh, winery. I don't remember the, the name of the wine, but uh, it's in El Dorado County. Mm -hmm. It's is really really good. It's one of the only the Mexican families who owns a, a winery. It, and what do you think of of what's happening here in the the Valle de Guadalupe? I mean, we were coming here 30 years ago, and there was you know only big uh, two or three big big old old wineries. The wine wasn't very interesting, and now you have so many. It was 170 maybe wineries? Yeah, there are How more many? wineries than breweries. More wineries than breweries, of course. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Of course, there is a all? lot of uh, winemakers without winery, but yeah, as usual. But. Uh, you know, one of the of the pioneers there in the in the Valle Guadalupe was uh, Camilo Magoni. The he used to work in Cheto Winery. Right now, he owns uh, his own winery, and uh, it's very very interesting wines. Is the is the older guys, and and they always uh, is in uh, how you can say would you adapt to the new. Era, yeah, they're, they, uh, they're, they've adapted uh -huh. to the new era and uh, the new. He's the only guy who sell us a wine and keg. Then we ask a lot of people who, if they want to do it, and, and Camilo Magori was the only guy who, 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 who wants to do it. And right now we sell a lot of wine here also from Camilo on top, and uh, you know the the seed of the gastronomy scene is also. Pretty, pretty good, Javier Plasencia. Yaita is the start there. It yeah. was the first restaurant there. The, uh, Laja is the name of the restaurant. And Javier also made a, the Finca Altozano. Right. It's a really, really good place. And they also have a, a high-end restaurant there. It's a, 
the name is Anibalon, like a big animal, Anibalon, with a under a big tree, about uh, 500 years tree. Wow. You know, you have a outside meal. It's usually, you know, it's a tasting menu. It is really, really good. So what would you tell a, uh, a tourist from the United States about coming to Tijuana? How would you suggest that somebody could come here, uh, experience your, your city? Um, what advice would you have? Um my advice to the guys who wants to come to Tijuana is don't listen to the news. <laughs> Forget about the Netflix series. <laughs> that, that, that happened that in the, in the real world. You can come with a, you know, with a great expectation because, of course, we, we're going to, uh, uh, how you say it? Um, when you have big expectations and you go to a place and ah, it's not so good like you tell, right. but uh, no, if you come to great expectations, of course you you wanna uh, how you said? Yeah, so you have uh, great expectations, but you're saying that here those great expectations will be met. Yeah, yeah, you can bring your big expectations right for a great meal and a great di- a great uh, uh, beer and a great wine mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Yeah, <laughs> bring your expectations because yeah. you'll they'll be met. Yeah, of course. If you have less expectations about Tijuana, you're going to be a great surprise here. (laughs) Great. Well, again, I think we've gotten very, very lucky that we walked into a quiet room at BCB just to that we could uh, talk on our podcast. And we met Ruben here and we've gotten some real insights and inside information about uh, the gastronomical scene here in Tijuana. And we look forward to coming back and eating, drinking and spending 36 hours with you. So don't be surprised when I come and I hit you up. And we're going to eat and drink and be merry. Our breakfast is going to be around 1 o'clock p.m. because uh, we're going to eat very, very late. Yeah, we're going to be up until 4 in the morning. Yeah, yeah of course. All right. Ruben, well, thanks again. I really okay. appreciate your uh, generosity. From Slow Baja, uh, we're going to say goodbye from the BCB Brewery. Thanks, Ruben. Hey, you guys know what to do. Uh, Please help us by subscribing, sharing, rating, all that stuff. And if you missed anything, you can find the links in the show notes at slowbaja.com. I'll be back before you know it. And if you want to receive notices on new episodes, please follow Slow Baja on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for you old folks.